there have even been certain times where I thought, I don't know if I can actually control my emotions. I don't know if I can do anything with them. They're just going to do something with me. And I don't want to go for that ride. Hello and welcome to the Mindset and Self Mastery Show. I'm your host, Nick McGowan. And today on the show, I want to get into the emotions that we go through and how sometimes we can stop them from actually coming out into the world. Now, sometimes it's a good thing to do. Sometimes it's really not. Uh, and really, when we embrace our feelings and we don't shove them deep inside of us, we can actually do something with it. Now, this might sound like a simple thing. Just feel your feels and then do something. But it's not really that easy, is it? Is, is it something that you're able to easily do? If, if yes, then great. But think about how long it took you to get to that point to be able to do that, especially if you're somebody that feels a lot like um, me. I feel a lot, <laughs> a whole lot. But there have been times throughout the course of my life where my emotions have been scary. There have even been certain times where I thought, I don't know if I can actually control my emotions. I don't know if I can do anything with them. They're just going to do something with me and I don't want to go for that ride. Now, a lot of that, I think, was based on childhood trauma and anger and not really knowing how to be able to do something with the energy that I had. And that still shows up almost 40 years into life. There are times where I feel things, but will grab them and put them down into a box and just kind of move them inside of me. Well, sometimes it's just momentarily and I'm conscious aware, uh, consciously aware of it. And I understand that I'm doing that because I'm in a certain situation and then I'm going to have to get back to it in a little bit or even later that night or the next day or whatever. That takes a little bit of skill to be able to do that because your ass has to get back there. You have to get back and do something with it. You can't just push it into a box and leave it and let it fester. I'm sure you have though, because I know that I have. So when you think about those situations where you grab something and put it into a box and just shove it away, if you can come back to it, beautiful. And I'll get into that as we kind of go through this, uh, how to go about that the best way, or at least the best way that I've found. And if you find your own way to go about it, beautiful. This is just where I'm sharing what's worked for me and what I've seen that has worked for others. And I also want to talk about how when we embrace those feelings, we can then start to move through them instead of just taking those feelings and boxing them away for good. So let's talk about boxing those feelings for a second. And I just want to touch on it for a second because I think it's important to understand that when you have the skill of being able to be self-aware and understand, I'm feeling something right now, then you got to be able to come back to the situation after you've gone through it and be able to process through it, whether that's on your own or with a coach or a therapist or somebody that's helping you go through processing, uh, like actual verbal processing and visualizing or acupressure or anything like that to be able to help you actually process through that information. If you want to be able to journal that, some people find that really useful. I had done that years ago and I found it useful to be able to write it down and then go back and look at it. I found after a while, I wasn't really going back and looking at them. But that was because, and I didn't really realize it at the moment, but that was because I was actually going back and doing the work and didn't need to go back in my book and really 
look through and see what are things that are unresolved or things that I had pushed off for a little while. So if you can be self-aware and you can say, all right, I feel this thing right now and I'm going to either do something with it immediately or I'm going to put it in a box and get back to it, then you need to get back to it. But if for most of us that have a hard time just moving along without actually doing something with the emotion or with the feeling that is controlled, then that's where we need to actually spend our time. So think about the times where if you're an angry person or somebody that kind of flies off the handle, that somebody had said something, you felt some sort of emotion and boom, you just snapped. Whether you yelled at them or you threw something or you kind of fumed or just stormed off and you were all pissed and animated about it, that reaction is really what we're talking about of being able to embrace the feeling, but then do something with the reaction. And it doesn't always have to be a reaction. In fact, sometimes just feeling the feeling and understanding that it's there allows you to kind of move forward with it uh, as kind of part of what you're doing. Sometimes the feelings won't. Uh, it'll just, it could almost feel like it takes you over. And again, I'm speaking from the perspective of somebody who's super feely. I think that's the easiest way to be able to put it. From the Enneagram perspective, I'm a four with a wing, uh, with a three wing. And I feel a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Now, if you're a thinking type where you think about things first, then this episode will probably relate to you a bit differently because you'll need to logically think through whatever those emotions are that you're feeling because that's how you operate and that's the way that you see the world. For those of us that are the feely types, when those emotions come up, it can sometimes just move us along. It almost, to me, feels like I'm just being pulled uh, and kind of against my will in a sense, where that emotion is just kind of coming out of you. But if you've gone through a lot of, let's just say shit in life, and you can start to become jaded from that feeling and feeling like maybe it's not safe for me to be able to talk about these things, or uh, I shouldn't feel this sort of way or anything like that, then you'd probably started to box it up and just put it away. And it became more of a habit, or even just instinctual at that point. Whenever you get into some sort of situation, you'd feel your feelings come up, you go, fuck this, and you put it in a box, and you push it away, and you go, fuck that box. I don't want to see that box. And then you say that so many times that your brain just goes, you, you know what? Fuck that box. You're not going to see that box. When we feel those feelings, the emotions are there to be able to tell us that there's something going on, to alert us in a way. And when we feel the feeling in the moment, we have really a, a decision to make. You can either box it up or you can do something with it. So I've already kind of harped on the idea of boxing these things up. Even if you feel like you're good enough to be able to do it and you can box it up and come back to it within a few hours, that's a slippery slope. And I try not to do that as well. I know that I can do that and I do that at times, but it's for me still a slippery slope where I can feel it a week or two weeks later and go, damn, put that box back there. And the box like, yeah, fuck you. Like, I know box, stop. So being able to deal with that up front is huge. Um, being able to understand that as those emotions come up and they're alerting you of something, that decision that you have to either put it in a box or to just move along with it and do something with it. Let's say you're going to move along with it. You're going to do something with it. That emotion starts to well up. 
you become aware of that and you understand there's something here. And if you can take a beat, take a beat. If you can literally pause in whatever you're doing, especially if it's a simple situation and not like a life or death situation, be able to work on this. And I'm really laying out what, what has worked for me, where you take that moment, that beat to be 100% in the space of, I know that I have a decision make, to make. I can either put this in a box or I can do something with it. And then being able to work through it. So I know that I'm the feely type. And if you're the feely type and you feel lots of things, then you're going to be able to understand that you you will feel no matter what. But it can sometimes take us putting that thinking and feeling perspective into the same box to be able to let it marinate a bit. And again, taking that beat, when you feel that emotional swelling, being able to understand you're aware of it and you go, I see and I feel that I've got something going on. And then being able to figure out what is this and what am I feeling by taking that beat, you're then able to actually take cautionary steps, even precautionary steps to be able to move through into the next phase of what you're doing. I may be talking in kind of high, high perspectives at this point. So let me kind of paint a picture in a sense. Again, if you're that person or that type of person that just gets really angry or grumpy or you kind of snap or what have you, then being able to understand that no situations, let's take that context. Somebody says something or does something. You feel that swelling of, let's just say emotion. It's the easy, easiest way to put it. It could be anger. It could be rage. It could be disappointment. It could be whatever. Just that emotion. That emotion starts to swell up and you feel that. When you have that decision in front of you to either put it in a box or to do something with it and you walk down that path of I'm going to do something with it, in that moment, you still need to be able to take that quick beat right before you go, you know what? And you start to yell at the other person. So as you feel agitation welling up, whatever that emotion is, start to well up, you then look at the two different options. I put it in a box or I do something with it. As you walk through doing something with it, and you can take that beat, take that moment to be able to say, all right, world, kind of time out. I feel this. And then from there, maybe before you would just be like, you know what, fuck it, I feel this, and you're going to feel it too, and you throw the anger out there or whatever it is, where you go, you know what, <laughs> you suck it up, you put it in a box, and you put that box away. That's like reverting back to the beginning of it. It's not actually doing something with it. And if you're being reaction, uh, reactive to it, then you're really just allowing that emotion to run you and to push you over that edge, to be able to yell at those people or that person or whatever, when in all reality, it's probably not something they had done. It's something that had happened to you before, and there's still trauma there, and there's still emotions that are there that aren't actually processed through, because that's what this is about. If somebody, in fact, I'm going to go down this path. I'm sure you've had this happen to you before. I know I have. And if you haven't, um, talk to two or three other people and ask them this question. I'm sure they'll say, yeah, I've had something like that happen before, especially the people. And I guess most importantly, the people that are actively growing and working on themselves and processing through the stuff that they've had happen uh, just over the course of their life. So somebody will react a certain way. 
at one point in their life, and then they'll react differently at a different point of life, and they'll be aware of it. That's kind of the base level of this. Again, back to the anger. You may have been somebody that would just fly off the handle at the smallest thing. And then years later, after doing work and being in the great spot that you're in now, you may look back at a situation that just happened. Maybe somebody irritated you or did something or whatever. They wronged you in some sort of way. And you think back to that situation and a situation from years prior to that. And you can see how you react differently. Hell, there might even be times where people tell you, man, before you would have ripped my head off with this, or this seems like a different you. You may have heard that already. If not, keep doing the work and you may hear that. And this isn't a go get that uh, attention in a sense. It's just for you to be aware and for somebody else to be able to point out. This is how you've grown. This is what you're, I can see the results of the work that you're doing basically. But if you can think back to, I remember freaking out on somebody and the same situation happened yesterday or a week ago or earlier today and I didn't freak out. And you can unpack that specifically for yourself to be able to understand what was it about that time and what was it about right now where I'm at and what's going on that um, I feel differently. And, you know, there are all these pieces to it, but it all gets back to you've processed through that. Or you've worked through that. And there may be a uh, small case or two of people that don't feel that because they don't feel really anything anymore because they've put all that stuff in a box and just moved that box away and said, I'm not going to deal with that box ever again. That's a different story that you still need to actually process through. But if you can think of those times where, yeah, I, I remember realizing that I have grown, then you can also break apart what happened and think through how did you do that? Because every one of us has some sort of protocol or way that we operate. Now, not all of us have control of that. It's the things that have happened over uh, just the course of our life and the way that we've handled things that your body goes into this almost mechanical just operation of this is what happens. This is what you do. Just like if you were to get upset, grab it, put it in a box and move it around move it into the background, there are steps that habitually happen at that point. So you have the opportunity to be able to do something with it. You're able to see I've grown and I've changed, but let's actually break this apart because this is one of the things, again, for somebody who's very feely and feels a lot, as well as the people that think a lot and have to think first before they do things, that emotional reaction to things can sometimes just overwhelm us. So Again, something starts to well up a bit. You then have two options. You can either put it in a box and tell that box to go fuck off, or you can do something with it. My suggestion at that point, after you decide to do something with it, of course, is to take a beat, take a second to be able to say and ask yourself, what am I feeling? So I'm going to break this down a bit. As you ask yourself, what are you feeling? You're trying to figure out. Is it a good or a bad thing? But also, what is it making you feel? Not just what are you feeling, but what is it making you feel? What, what's your reaction to that? And then being able to figure out where did that come from? Now, just those two pieces right off, <laughs> off of a second's thought, 
it can sometimes happen for you, but most times it may not. So you may need to actually take a beat longer to be able to work through that and figure out what's actually happening here. What, do, what am I feeling and what is it making me feel like what is coming up? So let's think of anger. I'm feeling angry. So therefore, that anger that's coming up is making you feel angry, but it's deeper than just you feeling angry. Once you understand and you can call it and say, this is the emotion that I'm feeling, then from there, you can start to ask the questions of why and where did it come from? What triggered this to happen? And I would suggest just literally asking yourself those questions because you're your subconscious is going to start offering you information. Why did that happen? What was the trigger? And even if you just get a quick glimpse, you'll then be able to know this is where this came from, from right now. This is how this was triggered. And then thinking back through that situation. So again, back to the beginning of this, you have two options when the emotion starts to well up. Have to put it in a box and push it away or do something with it. And Let's say you have time to just be able to break this down and work through it in the moment. You, as you start to do something with it, you, you ask yourself, what am I feeling? What is this emotion? And what am I feeling from that emotion? And then being able to look for your trigger. Where did the, where was the trigger? How did that come up? Because if you aren't triggered, you're not going to react that way that you did. You're just not. There's some trigger that happens from there. Once you can pinpoint where that trigger is or was, you're able to then look for where did that trigger come from? Was that something that happened many times? Like I've been dis disregarded many times and this was the trigger? Or is there something that happened when you were a child that continues to trigger you? Once you understand what that trigger is, you're then able to actually go through and figure out where did it come from to then get to the root of the problem. Now, as a side note, this can be a protocol that you use. Uh, just get the rhythm in your head and be able to understand and feel it inside of you. Um, but it also may be a great thing for you to be able to work through with somebody else, either a professional or a loved one, uh, and somebody that can be just open and asking you questions, letting you work through this. Because as you break this apart, you're not only going to be able to see it, how you handled that sort of emotion, but it then ties into how you react to emotions. And once you're able to tie back to that and say, all right, I know that I react this way, then you can start to make changes from that point so that you can set yourself up for success. Like here's an example with me. I know there are times where I can feel really, really agitated by too much noise at times where there's too much going on. I have too many thoughts. There's stuff that's happening outside um, on my computer or literally outside or just all this stuff that's happening and all these pieces of information that come in. So I learned many years ago that the best thing for me to do at that point is to just breathe and concentrate on my breathing. It took me learning how to do that because I would snap at people either coworkers or partner or friends, family members, I would snap because it was too much and I couldn't handle all this information all at once. And once I figured out that 
all I need to do is just really get back to my center and just be able to breathe for a second. When all that stuff is happening, the only thing that I really need to remember is just breathe. That's it. And doesn't that sound so stupidly simple? Because then at that point, you just go, oh, shit, I feel overwhelmed right now. I just need to breathe. Okay. And take that beat. And do you see how that works with what I was saying? When I feel the emotion come up, I can look at that and go, huh, this is overwhelmed. There's too much going on. It's just straight up overwhelm. And that makes me feel overwhelmed and therefore anxious and annoyed. And like the world needs to just stop for a second. So I can call that out. I can feel that. But then I know from there, what do I need to do? I can breathe. Now, the part that I skipped in that moment was the thing I talked about a little earlier of being able to figure out where the trigger came from. And I could point back to childhood of where I felt unsafe and I felt abandoned and I felt unsure of my surroundings and just the situation and there would be different noises and I was hyper vigilant and I didn't know what was safe and what wasn't safe and what I was going to be in trouble for or what any of it was. So I could pinpoint back to that. Once I knew that that's there, it still just shows me the trigger. The trigger was all of this information, all this overload, whatever. And then being able to go, well, what's my protocol? My protocol is to just breathe. So I know I've gone through a lot in a short period of time, in a very, very, <laughs> I guess, shorter period of time of what happens when you're in a in a spot where you're feeling your emotions start to well up and you have to do something with them in that moment. You can either have that decision to put it in a box or to do something with it in that moment. And it's just a, na a nanosecond that you have that decision to make. And getting to the point where you can know, I need to do this. This is my protocol to be able to do this. From a simple exercise that has worked for me, I hope it, is, I hope it can work for you as well. You may need to actually write out these steps and be able to work on them or have little kind of role-playing situations in your head or with a friend or a family member or again, a therapist or a coach or anything like that. Um, and if you're feeling like you naturally just react to things and that you don't actually know how to control or know that you want to control, being able to be in that spot where you can feel your emotions without letting them take you over, gives you more control, but it also gives you more flexibility in life to be able to understand that you're not a slave to it. You get to be able to decide what happens and how you want to be able to do something. But it will take those steps to be able to work out what are you feeling? What's, what's the feeling from that? Where did that come from? And then what's the protocol? What do you put in place to be able to do it? How can you make it simple? Again, for me, it's as simple as when I feel that overwhelm, I go, I just need to breathe and I'll start to breathe. You can do the box breathing if you want to take this as uh, an exercise. You can do the box breathing or you can just do two or three seconds in, two or three seconds out and just concentrate on your breathing. It's a quick meditation in a sense to be able to just get back to that center and just breathe. And know you're good. And know that you can make whatever move you need to make. You just need to give, be able to pull yourself back into that moment and then be able to do what you need to do. So <laughs> a short version of the long story, I guess, would be being able to take the emotion that's coming up, be aware of it, 
understand how it's making you feel, pinpoint the trigger that made you feel that way or that emotion, and then figuring out where that trigger came from, processing through that information, and setting yourself up a protocol in those times. For me, again, my protocol is to breathe when I'm overwhelmed and just get back to my breathing. It may be an easy one for you to incorporate. Maybe something else. Take that time to be able to figure out what is it that I'm feeling? Where did that come from? What do I want to do with it from here? And actually take the time when you're not in one of those situations to be able to work through that so that when those situations come up, especially if you know it's crazy at work, it's crazy around the house, it's whatever, you're able to actually incorporate that instead of just trying it almost on the job training in a sense. Just sit still for a minute, two minutes. Think through one of those situations, something that just sets you off in whichever way you normally get set off. And then work through that. Start to work through where the trigger came from and start to work on why that was there and process through that information. If you need specific help or resources to be able to process through that information or you feel like you're just not getting through it uh, entirely, please reach out. We have resources. We have people that can help. Uh, we can help with that as well. And we've done that work. And we have that work done with us almost at least monthly. And it's important to be able to work through all that information. But it's also really important to understand that even if you're not fully getting that, you're not broken. You're just blocked. And that block can be opened up through processing. And being able to understand that you have control. It's there. You can do things with your emotions and not let your emotion just control you. It's up to you to be able to do something with them. And it starts with you saying, look, I want to do this. I know that I have a problem. Or I know that I naturally, air quotes, naturally will do something this way in response or reaction to something that rubs me the wrong way or whatever. So being able to think about that prior to a situation and then being able to set yourself up for success in that situation and understanding what helps you to be able to either be in the moment or just process through that and not put something in a box and just push the box away. I want to thank you for spending the time with me and getting into this. If you have questions or want to be able to get deeper into this, and I know I kind of get really macro with it for something that happens in literally a split second. But if you need some help with this, or want some coaching or want some different ways to be able to incorporate this into your life, or at least somebody to help you understand where these things are coming from, then please reach out. We have resources. There are things that we as a company and me personally that I can help with. And I'd love to be able to help even if it just point you in, in the right direction. But again, thank you for spending the time with me today. And I hope this is helpful to you.